Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to another episode of Fantasy Warfare Tournament. It is Wednesday night, 6 p.m., and we are going to do a single elimination tournament, just 16 people, not our big 64 tournaments that we've done over a month, but in honor of this past weekend's Royal Rumble, we are going to look at the greatest Royal Rumble winner. Now, we had a list we already created before uh, Sunday, and a couple things have changed since Sunday. So hopefully we'll see if those uh, new numbers have changed anybody's uh, voting ideas. And we'll see what happens uh, going forward. There has definitely been a yeah, bigger change in one of the person's uh, numbers for sure. And uh, that could uh, be a big change. But to do all this, we need to bring in our regular uh, panel and we start with Stephen in Toronto. How are you, Stephen? Good. It's been a long week already, but hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel. Understandable. So our other panelist is Jonesy, who is in Niagara Falls and thankfully did a whole lot of research that helped us uh, get our numbers uh, together. So Jonesy, how are you? I'm great. Uh, of course, I have to thank uh, Google and all those people that have collected these numbers over the years, or else uh, I wouldn't know squat. Excellent. So, um, as I said, we're doing uh, Royal Rumble winners. Uh, did you guys catch up on any Royal Rumbles uh, leading into Sunday's event? A little on YouTube, because um, I actually prefer uh, YouTube instead of watching some of the watered down WWE, you can find them on YouTube and it's kind of, they're in the state that I remember them in instead of WWE, you have to go and change music for copyright issues. And so I watched some, I watched uh, Flair win, Flair won the world title in 92. Yeah. I was trying to think if it was 91 or 92. So I watched that one. I watched uh, the co-winners in 94, Luger and Hart, because I thought it's another one that I really like. It was really all I watched. Yeah, what this weekend, um, my wife was actually working uh, overnights uh, because of uh, different changes with the schedule and uh, support if you needed for your house. So uh, my dog and I curled up on the couch and watched, uh, I think, including Sundays. We saw about 10 uh, Royal Rumbles uh, all weekend long, along with some of the documentaries like Yokozuna's and uh, the first women's battle Ro uh, Royal Rumble one and Batista's from uh, 14. So uh, interesting to uh, see all that. Jonesy, did you catch up on anything? I did. I watched the whole show, and uh, I thought the women's rumble last year was a lot better than this year's. The men's rumble was decent um, overall. I thought it was a pretty good show, except um, I haven't watched a lot of WWE full shows, and I got to say, I hate the fucking camera work. It is choppy, and like I want to barf when I watch WWE. Um, it just, ah. yeah, too many. Uh, 
But we are going to dive into this week's uh, tournament, and it's 16, and we got a new song uh, to the video, because uh, the other one got deleted from uh, the service I was using. But here's this week's video, and Steve will break it down. You saw the matchups, so I'll break them down real quick. We got Bret Hart versus Yokozuna in match one, Batista versus Edge in match two, John Cena versus Triple H in match three, Rey Mysterio versus Shawn Michaels, HBK in match four, Big John Studd versus the Nature Boy Ric Flair in match four, or match five, sorry, uh, Lex Luger versus Randy Orton in match six. Brock Lesnar versus Chris Benoit in match seven. And to round out the first round, Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus Stone Cold Steve Austin slash the Ringmaster. So that is quite the uh, listings of uh, matchups. Um, some deserving uh, definitely to be here. I wonder a couple of them, but they all won. So at least uh, they have something to uh brag about and you never know uh how it might uh, work out that maybe uh, dark horse will advance jonesy your thoughts on this bracket before we dive into match number one uh, i mean yeah some of these guys you could take out like big john stud uh a lot of these guys i picked because they're completely forgotten that the the earlier ones happened and who won and really there was no major bonus to winning a royal rumble it was just like winning a, a battle royal where you got, you know, the prize money, which, of course, they never probably ever got. Uh, so they're on the list just because, you know, you can have Hogan and all them, but uh, you need you need some uh, lower class in there. Steven, your thoughts? Well, I didn't realize up until night. After night from 93 on is when the winner got the shot to face champion at wrestlemania i didn't realize i mean i as a child it didn't dawn on me necessarily up to night like 92 obviously flair wins the world title but from 88 to 91 like jones said it was just a match it wasn't and i think in 80 
89? It wasn't even the, or 88. One of the two wasn't even the main event in the show. It was just a match on the show. Yeah, yeah that'd be 88. So, yeah, so it's very surprising, some of these. But, I mean, look what the Royal Rumble's become. It's one of the big four, so. Exactly. And I think having is, that. Uh, sorry. Uh, there's also a ton of other Royal Rumble matches that have actually happened that a lot of people don't even know exist. Uh, a lot of shows, they did like 10-man rumbles and shorter ones and stuff like that. And, of course, the big one in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and we didn't even include that one. And then you look at the fact that the first one was a uh, TV special on USA Network to counter a WCW NWA event. And it was only 20 people from Hamilton. And Hulk Hogan isn't even in this. But Stephen mentioned that um, the fact that it was 93 on that the winner gets the uh, title match. But technically, unofficially, 91 started that because Hogan won it and got the title match against Slaughter uh, to uh, Mania 7. And then uh, 92 was for the belt. So, But, I mean, 91, it wasn't advertised as the stipulation like it was in 93 on. Exactly. But so that's... Well, Get into matchup matchup number one sees us with Brett the Hitman Hart taking on Yokozuna. Uh, this one I find is going to be a tough one to be honest. Um, because you got Bret Hart, he had five uh appearances in the Royal Rumble. Uh, the first one in '88, he was number one in Hamilton. And he ended up winning the 94 Royal Rumble. And there's a lot of story going into that one because earlier in the night, he ended up challenging for the tag team titles with Owen and Owen ended up taking out Brett's leg. And you, yeah, you have all that lead up to that going to WrestleMania, but nobody knew if Brett was going to get back into the uh, Royal Rumble uh, somebody didn't show up, so Vince obviously thought it was Brett who didn't make it. Uh, it was apparently Bastion Booger or somebody who threw up and from eating. <laughs> that was their excuse. And Bret Hart comes in um, number 27 uh, of the 94 Royal Rumble. Last 15 minutes and 8 seconds. Eliminates four people upon his uh, time getting in there. And the biggest moment of that whole thing is obviously when him and Lex great timing of how they ended up intertwining each other and then going over. And of course they went on the other side of the hard camera. So you didn't know who actually did land first, which was the best way of doing it, even though they can say they have other views, but they didn't get somebody viewing it. 97 was his next one in there, but that 94 one, just a lot of storyline going into it. Then you got Yokozuna. And if you've watched the WWE Network uh, special that they've done with icons, you find out that he was supposed to be a head shrinker and Coquina uh, is uh, named from his AWA days. But if infection stopped him from uh, doing that, he ends up landing this uh, amazing gimmick of being a uh, Japanese sumo wrestler. And as Roman Reigns points out, it's the first time his people were not portrayed as savages. 
And so you got this guy who comes in who's extremely agile and uh, dominates everybody in the uh, WWE, makes it to the Royal Rumble, and he comes in also at number 27 in 1993. He eliminates seven people. A whole bunch of them tried to get rid of him at one time, and he got swept them away. He lasted 14 minutes and 53 seconds. The last person he was in there with was Randy Savage, and Savage kind of looked dumb dropping the elbow and going for the pin because there's no pin, but then he sold it like amazing when Yoko kicked out and he launched himself over the top rope, and that was almost Savage giving back uh, or giving to Yoko to uh, – make him look bigger uh, than ever. And that led, as Steven pointed out, to the first person ever winning the Royal Rumble and going on to WrestleMania to main event. And who is the main event with? Brett the Hitman Hart. He ended up having another um, Royal Rumble in 95 and lasted almost 20 minutes, uh, eliminated three people, came in number nine. And that one, people got rid of him uh, quickly. I believe they uh, teamed up on him. So when you're looking at these guys, five Royal Rumbles for Bret Hart, 96 minutes, 51 seconds, seven eliminations in total. Yokozuna, 34 minutes, seven seconds, 10 eliminations in total between the two. This is why I find it hard because of the fact that Yoko won and got a title shot instantly. I'm going to go with Yokozuna. Uh, for this one, as hard as it is, because also 94 had that great story with Brett. I'm going Yoko. Steven? Uh, see, and I'm going Bret Hart, and here's why. He's he's in five Royal Rumbles, over 96 minutes, almost 97 minutes. Yeah, his elimination totals weren't there, but he's the one, like, Yoko's not in the Royal Rumble for over 20, 20 minutes ever in his two attempts. The only one Bret Hart is under 20, or, well, he's got two under 20 minutes, 90 and 94. Everything else is over 20 minutes. He's the, the guy, the workhorse that you'd want. So I'm going Bret Hart. Jonesy gets to break the tie. Yeah, and I'm reworking it because I kind of screwed up. I was going by a different sheet, so I thought it was Luger against Hart. So anyways, um, see, I, I picked Hart, uh, Luger if it was Hart. So uh, Hart didn't have his rumbles. The longest he was in was in 88, and that was 23 minutes and 42 Um and the one, in fact, that he did win was a tie. So for that reason, I'm going with Yokozuna. Okay. Be an upset of the uh, tournament in the first matchup. I wouldn't call it an upset because you know what? Here's the one thing I've noticed about Royal Rumble, which I'm sure you guys have too. For the most part, Rumbles and Battle Royals, the big guys, are useless. We all know what happens. They get ganged up on and they get splucked over. It's the same thing pretty much most rumbles where it's like these guys should be the ones that win. There should be like a big guy rumble and a small guy rumbles as far as I'm concerned. But anyways. So Yokozuna is moving on and our second matchup is Batista versus Edge. 
Steven. So Batista's been in four Royal Rumbles, uh, 05, 08, 10, and 14. He won uh, 05, coming in at 28, eliminated six guys, lasted 10 minutes and 54 seconds. And in, in 14, he came in number 28 again, eliminated four guys, uh, lasted 14 minutes and 34 seconds. Total time, 68 minutes, 38 seconds, 15 eliminations in total. We got Edge, who's been in eight Royal Rumbles. First one in 99. Obviously, the last one was on Sunday. He's got two wins. Um, 10, which was, he came in 29th. Eliminate two, lasted seven minutes and 37 seconds. And obviously, uh, the 2021 Royal Rumble came in number one. Eliminated three guys, lasted one hour and 32 seconds. Um, he's been in it over, over 153 minutes. He's got 23 eliminations. It, it, to me, it's edge. Um, been in eight Royal Rumbles and the last two, 20 and 21. I, I'm, I'm sure I can speak for all of us. None of us expected to see Edge wrestle again. So to me, it's Edge. Yeah, he's uh, in total, <laughs> he's been in the Rumble for 252 plus minutes. Um, he's had 23 eliminations and you look at Batista, it's not even close. Um, and the fact that, you know what, when I uh, rewatched, I think it was after the rumble. I don't know. I, I watched Bat Batista's rumble at 2014, but the behind the uh, scene stuff, you know, day leading up to whatever it's called. And uh, I was actually disappointed in the fact that Batista didn't even really do any wrestling training or really anything leading up to that match in 14. No wonder he sucked. I mean, the guy just basically showed up and, oh, I can wrestle again. And it's, and then of course, all that wardrobe malfunction he had, he, he, he shouldn't even be at rumble, man. So uh, I go for edge all the way. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be Clean sweep for uh, Edge on uh, this one. Uh, Jonesy and I actually attended uh, Royal Rumble in 2014 in uh, Pittsburgh and saw that uh, whole thing go down. I think WD expected him to be, uh, Batista that is, uh, to be this great fanfare of him coming back. But, of course, everybody wanted Dana Bryan, and they even uh, shit on Rey Mysterio coming out number 30. And people were willing to get behind Roman Reigns before Roman Reigns was a thing to get behind, all because they didn't want it to be Batista. And yeah, see the day of uh, documentary on uh, the network. Yeah, it tells a lot that was going on there. And then just this past Sunday, Edge, who should never have come back really, uh, but thankfully has, goes from number one to the whole, th uh, finishing the whole thing, going on to WrestleMania this year to challenge for the uh, title. And yeah, just 
the whole story with uh, Edge coming back is amazing in itself. So it's a clean sweep on my end of uh, Edge going to the next round. Jonesy, that gives us Triple H versus John Cena. Okay. Well, Triple H, he's been in a total of uh, nine, well, sorry, 11 of these. No, nine. Jeez, I can't count. So anyways, uh, nine of them. Uh, his total time is 240 minutes and 57 seconds, approximately. And eliminations are 32. Uh, he has won uh, two of them, plus he's been a runner-up in uh, two others. Uh, that being the 08 and 09. Uh, now, John Zena, he's been a runner-up once, and he's won it twice. Uh, his total time is 168 min, uh, plus minutes, and eliminations are 25. Um, pretty much equal. I would say John Zena makes them more money, but Triple H is more popular, I believe. Especially, I think you get a better entrance. Um, when he's headlining at WrestleMania, um, I mean, yeah, Zena's is cool and all, but Triple H is in, is in a different freaking dimension. Um, I got to go with Triple H on this, uh, even though I personally think Zena is the, the better one company sense-wise, but Triple H I'd much rather see um, in a Rumble-style match. Ah, uh, yeah. So I'm going to also go with Triple H in this one. Um, it's just both of them, uh, their wins. Uh, I know they both won twice, but one of their wins came from both coming back from an injury to make it to the uh, main event of WrestleMania. Triple H's uh, version of it in 2002, I believe it was, uh, was. 23 minutes worth and sent him to WrestleMania 18 against Jericho uh, for the undisputed title. John Cena came in at number 30 and didn't have to really work too much on that one. Eight minutes and 28 seconds, both coming back from injuries. But I think, as I said, Triple H put in a better uh, work rate that night of uh, that uh, return and that's why I'm going with Triple H. Is it a clean sweep, Stephen? It is. I think if I was judging who came back from the the injury and the entrance out coming out of the injury, Cena's Royal Rumble in at Madison Square Gardens was probably the biggest. But Triple H is just too much. Um, quick thing, and you can edit this out, Sean. Um, Sean Michaels, we don't have any time total or eliminations on that one. I have them. Okay. Okay. Never mind. That's and okay. you can edit I, no, yeah. We'll keep it in. I uh, noticed that uh, as I was preparing because that is the next matchup, and I get to present that one. So I wanted to make sure I had that uh, figured out. Uh, it is Ray Mysterio taking on the Heartbreak Kid, Sean Michaels. Uh, Rey Mysterio has been in two, nine, ten uh, Royal Rumbles over his uh, time being with WD starting in 2003 and up until this past Sunday night. He won in 2006. 
I actually had to rewatch this one on the weekend because I totally forgot about it in a way. I know I was over at my friend Ed's house uh, and just a lot of people there totally forgot about this uh, rumble. I remembered the ending where he gets him and his son were huge Ray fans and jumping up and down that uh, Ray pulled it out. But yeah, this whole event was a blur. So thankfully I rewatched it uh, an hour and two minutes and 12 seconds for Ray Mysterio in that one. Uh, going from number two, which is essentially number one as well, uh, and pulling that out. He's had 177 minutes and 54 seconds worth of uh, time in the ring, plus uh, another 347 this past Sunday. So that's 181 minutes and uh, give or about 30 seconds-ish. Uh, and he had six eliminations in the whole thing and ended up winning. Uh, those six eliminations came on the uh, rumble that he won in 06. He's had to have more than that. Uh, he's had a few more uh, eliminations. Than that. I'm looking back at this. Uh, but still, uh, so we're at 10 eliminations, six in his uh, win. But then we got Shawn Michaels. He's somebody who went from number one to the finish, but that one was in the quickest Royal Rumble ever when they were coming up every 60 seconds. He was a part of 12 uh, Royal Rumbles over all his time. Uh, he won the 95 and the 96 Royal Rumble, uh, both uh, sending him to WrestleMania to challenge for the title. The first time was against uh, Diesel in a eh, meh match. And the other one was against Brett in a uh, Ironman match at WrestleMania 12. So in total for Shawn Michaels with his two wins in 95 and 96, he eliminated 41 competitors over that time. Uh, he's had 227 minutes and 53 seconds or three hours, 47 minutes and 53 seconds worth of in-ring time at uh, Royal Rumble. His... Biggest uh, claim to fame, obviously, is other than going number one, the first person doing that, is that whole both feet must touch the floor uh, concept, which is always played upon. And he had his one foot and then came back in and eliminated Davey. As much as I'm an HBK fan, I'm going to go with Rey Mysterio because an hour and two minutes for your uh, victory, being as small as you are, and... Let's be honest. Shawn Michaels in 1990 was in there for 12 seconds. Who knew? I'm going to uh, Rey Mysterio. I'm going Shawn Michaels. Um, 94, he's the runner-up. 95, he wins it. 96, he wins it. There's just... He's got too much, and Mysterio, yeah, the hour and two minutes is really impressive. But it, other than that, all of his other times are really not great, so I'm going Shawn Michaels. Jonesy? Go ahead, Don. Oh, go ahead, Jonesy. I'll uh, make a comment that is shooting myself in my foot to, uh, despite my uh, vote, but go ahead, Jonesy, you're the tiebreaker. Um, you know what? I, I'm going with Shawn Michaels for the simple fact that 
Um, I never even seen the 06 uh, that Mysterio was in. I love Mysterio, but not in this type of match. Uh, personally, I, it's silly to have smaller guys in this type of match because in reality, they never last, okay? Uh, so I don't buy it even in fantasy land. Um, Michaels has always was really the first one to show how you do a rumble, the clinginess, the him and Martel, they set that bar of how do you burn 40, 50 plus minutes in the ring during a match like that? Like that would be actually be a hard thing to do. And they made it look much more entertaining and, and better. Uh, but in the same sense, uh, I, I can say that little guys don't, don't make it look as realistic because I'm sorry, a big guy would be able to just pluck him right off those freaking ropes and chuck him. Um, so I got to go with Mysterio on this. Uh, uh, sorry, I got to go with Shawn Michaels on this. Um, I just believe he's more capable of winning than Ray Mysterio. Yeah, um, as I was throwing my vote to Ray, but then thinking as Stephen was uh, talking. I forgot all about also the uh, final two that he was with Undertaker and the uh, match that they had before the final elimination of Sean where Taker ended up winning. But, yeah, that they put on a whole like, 10, 15-minute match on top of what the other guys had done as the Royal Rumble. So Shawn Michaels obviously definitely deserving a double winner, and I'm happy either way. Steven, you get oh, well, this, one, this one's gonna be easy. So we got Big John Stud, one rumble in '89, came in 27, two eliminations in there for 12 minutes and 21 seconds. We got Ric Flair, who was in five Royal Rumbles. Um, '92, he was in number three, lasted over an hour. Uh, which he actually wins the world title, which is the start of what we, we'd be known as the road to WrestleMania. 93, he's in in first, last 18 minutes. And then he has a big jump, because obviously he's in WCW. 05, comes in number 30, obviously. It's only uh, a minute 58. 06, he's in... For a minute 20, 07, he's in number one, last five minutes and 40 seconds. The last three, I can't really, he was, I don't even know how old Flair would, would have been in 05, 06, 07, but he would have been, what, in his 60s by then? Well, I believe he was 42-ish uh, in 92, uh, so. In his 50, mid to late 50s. You're adding um, years. He also got the luck of drawing Big John Studd in the first round, so it's Ric Flair. Yeah, I, I, I agree. If 92 didn't exist for Flair, it'd be Big John Studd. But you're going Flair, right? Yes. Okay. And I am definitely going Flair because with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest championship on the planet. Of course, oh, uh, Kirkland is 
Gene Erklin is yelling at somebody for lighting up a cigarette at the same time as Flair is celebrating. But so Flair is moving on with a clean sweep, and that takes us to Lex Luger versus Randy Orton. Yeah, Randy. Luger and Orton. Where the hell is Luger? There he is, way up there. I've messed up on the sheet. Okay, so I'm going to start with Luger. Uh, Luger has been in it twice. His total time is 40, 49 seconds. Uh, he's had uh, 10 eliminations, which is pretty good for two-year run. Uh 94, he uh, co-won it with, of course, the Hitman. And uh, in 95, he uh, lasted uh, almost 20 minutes. He eliminated four people. And then uh, going on down to Orton, well, Orton wins. Uh, just for the fact of, you know what, we can go through his numbers more on the next round because they're pretty friggin' impressive. He's been like a runner-up twice at least. And he was third place in 012, and he's won twice. So, I mean, the guy, he's got my vote. Yeah, Orton is going to definitely get my vote as well. You get Lex Luger, who, as you mentioned, lucked out uh, getting the uh, double elimination with Brett. I think I said, uh, thankfully, on our uh, This Week in History show last week, that it's a good thing that that happened in two, uh, in like 1994, because if it happened any later, in like say 97, 98, we would have been looking at a triple threat match instead of being able to see Brett versus Owen at the start of WrestleMania, and then Brett against Yoko at the end of WrestleMania for number ten. Um, and I and I got to also watch uh, Royal Rumble '93. And that was his debut as the narcissist, as uh, Bobby kept on calling him. And just, yeah, that was quite the segment with Lex. Uh, Steven, clean sweep? Do you have to ask me? I don't know. Just had to bear 12, in mind. 12 Royal Rumbles versus two. Yep. Hey, got to make sure it's just like... Uh, the rule on uh, do you want hey, who wants to be a millionaire? You have to say final answer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so our uh, second last match in the uh, first round is Brock Lesnar against Chris Benoit. Both of them had four uh, Royal Rumbles. Uh, both of them won on their first Royal Rumble uh, appearances. Uh, Brock was 03, Benoit was 04. Um, when you look at Brock Lesnar, he eliminated 24 people in total. Uh, he had a huge break between 03 and returning in uh, 16 because uh, a couple of uh, his return years of being there, he was actually in singles matches. But when you look at his uh, amount of time in the ring, you only have 49 minutes and uh, 25 seconds. Chris Benoit, as I said, 04, he went in number one, eliminated six people, lasted an hour, uh, one minute and 35 seconds. And his second one, he entered uh, the following year at number two, eliminated two people and lasted 47 minutes and 26 seconds. In 06, uh, three years in a row, 
He was over a half hour, uh, 30 minutes and 31 seconds, eliminated only two people. But his total time is uh, 157 minutes and 24 seconds with 13 eliminations. Yes, half as much as Brock Lesnar because Brock just goes in and destroys. And his first, uh, his last one last year, he got rid of 13 all in one shot, uh, which was the same amount as Benoit in total. But he hasn't had to be in there as long as Chris Benoit. So I'm going to go with Benoit over uh, Brock. I'm going Benoit as well. I mean, yeah, last year's Lesnar threw out 13 people, but that's at the time that was Suplex City. He's not even been in an hour yet. So, yeah, Brock has more eliminations, but I'm going Benoit. Uh, I'm going with Brock for the simple fact that last year was probably one of the best performances of any Royal Rumble winner, or sorry, competitor. Uh, Brock eliminated 13 in a row, which is kind of one of those things where it's like, what took them so long to figure that out that they need one of their big guys to go in there and freaking dominate for a while. Um, the only problem with that, of course, is like, well, why can't, you know, other wrestlers do that? Uh, I think they, they used it well to build Brock up as dominant, but he didn't need to win the match. He just needed to uh, start off a rumble kind of, again, it's one of those scenarios that you never thought you'd see because, one guy dominating for a half hour can be very boring. Um, and it showed that Brock could actually go. He did pretty well. He did a lot of moves for that short period. So I'm, I'm going with Brock on that. Well, I did think that that uh, was kind of boring, Brock tossing everybody like he did. However, the end game was to uh, put over uh, Drew McIntyre, who came in and was not eliminated quickly and had set up their WrestleMania match. So, as bad as I thought it was of Brock doing that, it had a purpose at the end. So Brock is though gone and Benoit is moving on. And our final matchup of the first round, Steven, is Hacksaw Jim Duggan against Stone Cold Steve Austin. So Duggan was in five Royal Rumbles. Uh, first one in 88, he wins. He comes in number 13, eliminates three. He's in the match for 14 minutes and 44 seconds. In 91, he comes in 21, only lasts four minutes and 45 seconds. 92, comes in number 17, throws out one, lasts 20 minutes, 45 seconds. 09, he comes in 29, and he only he's only in there for two minutes and 50 seconds. 012, he comes in 19th, and he's in and out in 56 seconds. Total time, 43 minutes, 59 seconds. Four eliminations in total. Austin, um, his first one is in 96 uh, as the ringmaster. Comes in 24th, one elimination in there for 10 minutes. Now this, then in 97, this is the start of a run for Austin. Comes in fifth, eliminates 10. He's in for 45 minutes and seven seconds and wins it. He then, in 98, wins it again. He comes in 24th, seven eliminations. He 
is in there for 15 minutes and 58 seconds. 99, he comes in first, eliminates eight. He's in there for 56 minutes and 38 seconds, and he's the runner-up. Then you've got him in 01. He wins it again. Comes in 27th, eliminates three for a total of nine minutes and 38 seconds. And 02 comes in 19th, eliminates seven. He's in there for 26 minutes and 46 seconds. Total, he was in there for uh, 156 minutes and four seconds, 36 eliminations. This one is quite easy for me, and it's Austin. Uh, it's almost easy. Uh, I see Hacksaw, he's the official first winner. Um, and, I mean, that's pretty much the only thing he did in the whole Rumble. He was in other Rumbles. Uh, 92, he did last almost 21 minutes. And I think a match like the Rumble is made for a guy like Hacksaw, where he is very limited in his move set. And especially back in the earlier Rumbles, there was a lot less high-flying moves and moves being done. It was mostly Hulk smash stuff. Um, uh, so his, his rumbles were more boring to watch. Uh, but the fact that he came back to not one but two rumbles after he was diagnosed with cancer and got through all that, and he's just, you know, tougher than a two-hour steak. Um, Austin gets the vote just because you can't argue with the numbers, but uh, actually is a, is a favorite. It's great to see that he won the official first one. The unofficial 87 one uh, was won by uh, one man gang. And it's going to be a clean sweep uh, for me on uh, this one. Obviously I'm an awesome Mark. You got uh, somebody like Hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, he's going against. So, uh, relatively easy 96 he accidentally got eliminated and wasn't supposed to uh he ended up slipping and he was i believe rumored to have been the final in the final four just because they wanted to give him a push and oops he slipped and then they had to uh, reassess and change that on the fly to somebody else being in the final four and then 99, you might as well call him the winner because the winner was uh, Vince McMahon and he only eliminated Austin. Is that really a loss or whatever? Officially in the books it is. and But just thinking, 97, 98, 99, and 01, huge wins. And he ended up main eventing three WrestleManias against The Rock at 15, 17, and 19 due to these wins. Uh, of course, 99, he had to backdoor it uh, by beating Vince at St. Valentine's Day Massacre, but he still main evented three WrestleManias to uh, get there. And so, yeah, it's Austin for sure. So, clean sweep there. Steven, you want to bring us up to date on what happened in the first round? Yeah. So, Yokozuna beat Bret Hart 2-1, which I'm going to call a big an upset in my books. Um, Edge beat Batista 3-0. Cena lost to Triple H. Uh, Triple H beat John Cena, sorry, 3-0. Uh, 
uh, HBK, HBK, Shawn Michaels beat Rey Mysterio 2-1. Ric Flair beat John Studd 3-0. Randy Orton beat Lex Luger 3-0. Chris Benoit beat Brock Lesnar 2-1. And Austin beat Duggan 3-0. To me, the biggest shock that broke my bracket was Yoko beating Brett. I, I, I had Brett beating Yoko. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, be interesting. So setting up our second round, Yoko versus Edge, HBK versus Triple H, Ric Flair versus Randy Orton, and Chris Benoit versus Steve Austin. Yeah, it's going to be a uh, really tough one, I think. Uh, there's a couple that might be quick uh, three and but I see uh, mostly two ones happening here. Uh, but we start off round number two with Jonesy and Yokozuna versus the rated R superstar Edge. Uh, again, like I said, I, I loved Yokozuna, especially in a match like this where it should be obviously that he wins. Uh, he would have won other Rumbles if he would have stayed healthy and all that jazz, uh, but numbers don't lie. Uh, especially the fact that Edge won the other night. Uh, you know, I haven't watched the product in a long time, but I learned it was going to be Edge and um, uh, Orton. I pretty much suspected that they were going to be the final two. It, uh, um, and you know what? You, you, you true wrestling fans out there that have followed it like – you know, Toronto Maple Leaf fans, um, where no matter how it goes, you're still going to watch it. Uh, I'm really disappointed. You guys should have seen it coming that Edge was going to win this thing. I, I just, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. You too. You should have. It should. I mean, I, I, I seen your guys' bet going on and and all that. Uh, you know, your your pool and. But anyways, I'm voting for Edge uh, for the fact that the numbers don't lie. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with Edge as well. Uh, as you just pointed out, uh, Sunday's performance, definitely. Uh, coming back from career-threatening injury, um, I guess he's now the first Hall of Famer to actually have won the uh, Royal Rumble as well. Uh, when you say that you know it was a guarantee, or given that he was going to end up winning it, I wasn't totally uh, sold. I thought it was going to be Daniel Bryan, to be honest, because uh, of what they were uh, leading to on SmackDown. Uh, plus, with everything going on with Orton and The Fiend, I could have seen Edge getting tossed and Orton coming back and still having some stupid uh, cinematic thing with The Fiend going on. So that was where I thought it was going to happen with Orton. But for Edge to remain there, and you saw the return of Christian and the big hug, I'm not crying, you're crying. Uh, moment. Uh, yeah, uh, it was uh, quite the thing. Uh, versus Yokozuna in this round, it's got to be Edge. Steven. It's a clean sweep. Yeah. It, it's just Edge's numbers are just too much, so it's it's Edge. And that takes us to the founding members of D-Generation X. Two members of the Click. It's Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Uh, I like them both. 
Shawn Michaels with 12 uh, appearances in a Royal Rumble. Three hours and 47 minutes, 41 eliminations, two wins to send him to WrestleMania main events. Triple H also with two wins, 240 uh, minutes. So they're very close, 32 eliminations. I just, looking at this, I'm going to go with Triple H. Shawn Michaels' one win was in the fastest Royal Rumble with the 60 minutes. Triple H's uh, one of his uh, wins was uh, upon a uh, return from his injury, his quad tear, and he was just over the top with fans wanting to see him back. And, uh, yeah, I, I got to go with uh, Triple H, uh, just comparing numbers and moments in this case and where – their wins actually led them to Hunter. I'm just looking at some numbers here. Boy, he's deep in thought. I, I was, Michaels I was, has 12 rumbles. Hunter has nine. Hunter's got two wins and two second places. I'm going Hunter. It's it, unanimous. Looking at some of these numbers for Sean, like in 90, 12 seconds. In 03, 2 minutes and 31 seconds. Yeah. And you just don't see that with Triple Hunter, H. like quick elimination ones. So I'm going Hunter, Triple H. And clean sweep, or you oh, throwing? It is a clean sweep. There we go. So Hunter moving on to go against Edge in the semifinals, which takes us to a Ric Flair Ooh. against Randy Orton. Okay, so I'll go over Randy Orton's stats because we didn't last round. 12 Royal Rumbles, starting in 04. Comes in second, eliminates five, lasts 33 minutes and 44 seconds. 06, comes in 30th, eliminates two. He's in there for 13 minutes. 07, he's in there for over 27. 09, he wins it. He comes in eighth, eliminates three, lasts 48 minutes and 30 seconds. 11, he he's number 39, because that's the 40-man Crazy yep. Royal Rumble, I think. He finishes third. In 12, he finishes third place. In 17, he wins it. He comes in 23rd. He's the 23rd entrant. Eliminates one. He lasts an hour and 20 minutes and 52 seconds. In 18, he comes in 24th, and he's over 14, 13 minutes. On Sunday, he entered number two. He was in there for an hour and 32 seconds. Or one hour. Yeah, one hour and 32 seconds. Uh, he... It's just... It's Randy Orton. He, he's got too many rumbles. He's going to be in there for, what, over 402 minutes? 
or something. Like, it's Randy Orton. He's like 363 at the moment. Yeah, so he's in for 363 minutes, which is insane. Like, he just wrestled on Sunday over an hour. And he's, what, 45? Early 40s? Mid-40s? 42? 43? So, yeah, it's Randy Orton. Yeah, I think Orton will win at least another one before his career is over. I suspect him to take a long break, probably in the next year or two. Um, but, yeah, Orton's got the numbers. Uh Blair, I, I would like to know how many times in the 92 Rumble he uh, did the old, uh, you know, fall flat on his face because uh, he, he, he must have done it a half dozen times during that uh, match. But, uh, yeah, Orton, he's just very much like Kane. He's just a Royal Rumble stable. And that's going to be uh, three... Uh, for uh, Orton, Ric Flair, as uh, Jonesy said, uh, the hour and two minutes uh, getting the uh, title that way. He did go after everybody in that ring, I'm pretty sure, that uh, was in there. So, got to give him to that. He didn't really uh, hide away from everything, but his other Royal Rumble appearances, not so great. Uh, Orton's still going strong, so he is moving on to the semifinals. And we'll meet up with the winner of Chris Benoit and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Jonesy. Uh, for me, this is when Benoit's ride ends. Um, I mean, he's definitely a guy you could count on. He could be in there every year and stay the whole damn match if he had to. Um, and his time is just like for only four rumbles. He like beats most of these guys for total time. So uh, he was definitely good for that. But I go with Austin because I mean the guys won three times, uh, runner up. As we said, pretty much has won it four times. Um, and there's a guy that, in a way. I'm kind of surprised he hasn't gone in a rumble. The guy is physically can still go if he wanted to. And in a rumble, you don't have to. So maybe he doesn't want to for the fact of blah, blah, blah. But uh, I think he's a guy that definitely could have a surprise return at some point if it made sense. Yeah, I... I could see Steve doing it, but at the same time, he's been gone for so long. His neck is not uh, probably the best, but he is probably the best it's been in a very long time. And why would you risk uh, doing that? He's having fun do, still being an ambassador, doing the Broken Skull uh, sessions. He has his beer and all his other things. But three and almost four wins over Benoit's. Yeah, Steve Austin going to uh, the final, I mean, semifinals. Yeah, and so, Stephen, our... This, this, this round surprised me. You're going to notice a theme. Edge beat Yokozuna 3-0. Triple H beat Shawn Michaels 3-0. Randy Orton beat Ric Flair 3-0. Austin beat Benoit 
I really expected a a couple two ones, so that kind of surprised me. Yeah, the, semi the semifinals. I don't expect there to be a three zero. Um, it's Edge versus Triple H and Randy Orton versus Austin. I don't know. This is going to be. Yeah, it's quite the uh, final four. Um, I know you thought Brett uh, could have made it further uh, over Yoko, but uh, do you think he could have beat Edge? No, I had him just beating Yoko, and that was it for for Brett. Okay. Yeah, so it, with it going either way, it didn't matter because Ed was definitely going to advance. Uh, is there anybody who could have come out of uh, the first round that didn't and go further, Jonesy? Well, you know, I, I think Benoit would have gone further if his career and life was longer. The only person I think that could have replaced anyone in the top in the semis was Shawn Michaels. With his two wins. Well, and his 12 rumbles and his – how long was he in the match for total? Uh, 227 minutes or three hours and 47 minutes. So that's the only other one I think could have replaced anyone in that top four. And the thing is, with the this uh, these semifinals, everybody has won at least two uh, Royal Rumbles that are going into this. Austin being the exception with three, and Orton could have had three had he won on Sunday. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to decide these to the finals. Then we tell the finals to figure this out. Yeah. So... We need to dive in. Let's do it with our first uh, semifinal match, and that is Edge versus Triple H. Uh, we, yeah, got, we got eight Royal Rumbles for Edge, two wins for Edge, uh, Triple H with nine Royal Rumbles, two wins, uh, Edge now with uh, 213, yeah, 213 minutes plus uh, time in there, 23 eliminations, Triple H, 32 eliminations, 240 minutes. Both have victories coming back from injury. So there's so many parallels with these guys. Um, you look at though the timings, Triple H coming back from injury, 23 minutes, 14 seconds, Edge coming back from injury, 61 minutes. Well, you're not even looking Edge, at Edge at just going to be, what's that? You're not even looking at 20, his first official rumble back, rumble. Coming back from a neck injury, 23 minutes, 43 seconds, almost identical to 23-14. Yeah. It's so hard. And to, as you just pointed out, two Royal Rumbles coming back from injury uh, from uh, one 
uh, appearance totally surprising last year. And uh, this year is only six days notice for fans. So they didn't get the uh, surprise, but they got the surprise from Christian this year. Um, yeah, I got to go with Edge. And I'm going Triple H. Um, I think, yeah, they both have two wins, but the two second places in back-to-back years in 08 and 09. Um, and the time, I, Jonesy, you have to break the tie. I mean, I... Well, even even with Edge's performance the other night and the fact that his last year that he was there before he came back in 2010, he won. Mind you, he wasn't in there for long. Um, I mean, again, if I'd rather see Triple H than than Edge. Uh, he's been in the Rumble for a lot longer period of time. His eliminations are higher. Uh, I think he's. I'd rather see his face on the marquee over Edge. No offense to Edge, but Triple H is just a bigger, better, has a better package. And I don't mean that kind of package. Um, I got to go with Triple H on this. Okay. So, as a, a, you predicted, Stephen, a tough one, 2 1, Triple H advancing over the rated R superstar. And our final one, the Viper, the Legend Killer, Randy Orton against Stone Cold Steve Austin. You got Orton winning twice and basically last on Sunday could have won a third time for over an hour. You got Austin in there. Three wins and a second, but really it could have been four wins in a row. Well, it would have been three in a row. I mean, Orton's been in there a lot, obviously a lot longer than Austin. I'm going Orton. Okay. Jonesy. Um yeah, I'm I'm going with Orton. Uh I mean Austin his percentage I think is better by math, but he's been in like half the rumbles that Orton has been in. So I gotta go with Orton on it, even though his eliminations are low for someone that's been in there 12 times, but uh, his time is pretty high up at over 300 uh, minutes. Well, I am going the other way, and I'm going to go with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I am actually surprised that he is not in the finals, especially after uh, three wins and the way his uh, victories were uh, compared to how Orton uh, was. Uh, Orton not on top of uh, the industry uh, at any of those times that he won. 
Uh, Stone Cold was basically carrying the industry at that time. But it sets up our finals of Triple H versus Randy Orton uh, Evolution members. So you had uh, in the semis, you had Triple H beat Edge 2-1. Randy Orton beat Stone Cold Steve Austin 2-1, which, I mean... I know that was tough, and the finals is just as tough. So, it starts with Jonesy. Good luck. For me, this is easy, Orton. Um, Orton, I mean, you look at a rumble, what's the the whole thing of a rumble? How long can you survive? Look at Randy Orton's career, how long he's been going in the WWE. Uh, I mean... He he is definitely a guy that surprised me uh, from the very beginning. I didn't think much of the guy. Uh, yes, he had you know big family wrestling background, but he quickly showed that he was better than his father as far as in the ring and psychology. Maybe not as good on the mic, perhaps, but. Um, because uh, I personally rather fight Randy Orton than his father. Um, but I got to go with Orton on this. He just his numbers. He's been in twelve rumbles. Uh, his time uh, outdoes pretty much like everyone on this list. Uh, he is a machine, and he's had like half of his rumbles. He's either won it or been at least third last guy in the ring um so anyways to you well it looks like steven is going to be breaking the tie and making uh our winner's choice because yeah randy snorton i i i'm just bored every time i see him like you point out how long he's been around and i guess that's possibly a product of the fact of loyalty to uh, Vince McMahon and lack of places to go. But if you won't go away, how can I miss you or enjoy, you know, when you're always there and it's just like vanilla ice cream. All right. Vanilla is okay at uh, times, but meh. Triple H exciting entrance when he returned. And, you know, you always look forward to whatever Triple H was going to do. So in my case, I'm going Triple H. And Steven gets to break the tie. There we go. Our winner, the game, Triple H. Really, it came down to... Coming on. The, I mean, the eliminations are outstanding the two wins yes orton's got two wins the two second places orton's got a second but just i would want to see i mean take out 11 when he comes in 39th it doesn't like so i'm going triple h it would just be what i would consider who you'd want to see in a Royal Rumble it would be your typical person 
in a rumble you'd want to see. So Randy Borton. But Triple H is winning it. And so that is our uh, pick by the numbers that we uh, were going by for the greatest Royal Rumble winner. Um, Steven, we were talking off air before uh, starting the show about ideas for the rest of this month. Would you like to let everybody know what next week is going to be? Yes, it's near and dear to my heart. So if we're going back to the NWA WCW. We're going to 16th NWA WCW TV champions, the greatest television champion. Um, you're going to be surprised. I've already submitted my list to them off on a separate, but I mean, you're going to be surprised by some of the numbers of length of days. We were talking about off air and there's a lot of long rain, so I'm excited. Jonesy, your thoughts on it? It's a title that doesn't get enough recognition nowadays, I think. Uh, yeah, the TV title, especially Saturday night, the TV title was pretty much always defended for a long time on that. Uh, and those matches were fairly good. They were it was like before all the Mexicans came, the TV title match was usually the best one on the card. Uh, mm -hmm. as, you know, on Saturday night, and the and and really that's what a TV title is for. It's it's a lower belt, but it's always defended on TV. Well, the thing is also uh, looking back at that era, when you look at the NWA and WCW and the TV title. It was almost equivalent in stature, I would put, to the Intercontinental title in WWE because that was always the workman's title because you always had it on the people who could work matches. Whether they were uh, closing a show, opening a show, it didn't matter where they were on the card. They were going to have one of the better matches. I'd imagine if it was in WWE at that time, it would probably be one of those guys, uh, titles that closed the show while Hogan worked a uh, mid-card so he could get out of there, and people would look forward to the TV title match as the main event. As uh, Like in WWE, it was get Hogan out of there, and the, your, your Intercontinental title or your tag team titles were your main event of your house shows. The TV title for NWA, WCW, I think has that same sort of stature. Oh, it's it's insane. Some of the lengths um, people held it for just their one reign. Uh, I mean, Tully Blanchard, off the top of my head, held it for, I think, a year or almost a year for one reign. Even in the, and that was 86 or 7, Austin, I think in, Early 90s held it for 200 plus days, it seemed like. Um, I mean, I, you, you're going to have people. I mean, you, you've got. I know Arn Anderson held it a lot. Or um, William Regal. Yeah, Regal. Um, Johnny Bad. I know it wasn't a great time in WCW, but. It seemed like Johnny B. Bad had it, and 
was opening pay-per-views with it a lot. Um, back in the day, Paul Jones had it. I mean, it's got a rich history, so it'll be exciting. I know Jones is going to love digging into some of that history. Who the hell um, is Paul Jones? <laughs> unfortunately, I, I see his face, but I don't remember. You name. would recognize him as a manager. Um, injury shortened his career and he ended up having Paul, the Paul Jones army in, um, uh, in Texas, WCCW. Um, once you see it, you'll recognize, but yeah, you're going to have, you could have Ultimo Dragon, D Dustin Rhodes, potential. like there's a lot. Ric Flair held it at one point. So, and up until obviously when w everyone did it in the late 90s, it really was not a title that they hot potatoed around, which it was good. I do wish that AEW or WWE or Impact or someone had a, a TV title. I know that AEW has the TNT, but I really wish they would have went back and went to the TV title had it defended every week on TV, but that's just me. Yeah, it's more of a prop, even though the design was to mimic what the uh, old TV title looked like in WCW, because uh, it originally started with the red uh, leather like uh, the NWA had and the sort of silver, white, gold, whatever it was. Uh, but, yeah, that's going to be uh, next week, so next Wednesday. Uh, we'll do that at 6 p.m. And tomorrow at noon, you can catch Jonesy and I running down the history of wrestling. Uh, looks like a light week uh, coming up, but there's definitely some birthdays and other events. Uh, I think there's a small handful of uh, Royal Rumbles uh, to finish there's off. A, in there. a lot of, a lot of uh, various events that went on in that time. Uh, the week after, it starts picking up again. So, yeah, definitely join us uh, at noon tomorrow. And then uh, also tomorrow at 8 p.m., you can join uh, Stephen and I for uh, Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. We'll look at uh, what happened at the Royal Rumble this past Sunday, news coming out of it, and uh, whatever else pops up uh, after that. So, and results for uh, TV shows, uh, AEW. And NXT with the Dusty uh, Classics uh, wrapping up. So that's uh, coming up tomorrow at 8 o'clock, Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. Anything else you want to add, guys, before we check out of here? Uh, make sure you check out on cwnonline.ca, Slugging with Stephen O'Neill, featuring this week Von Vertigo. Who, it's a great read. Von Vertigo is a very unique character. Um Character is not the right word, but he's a unique individual. Um, he uh, support uh, backyard pro was some one of his big um, initiatives through COVID. Super nice guy. As soon as I asked, he said yes. So I'm please get out there and read and support them. So far, we've had Kingdom Anthony Kingdom James, um, Jim Strider, and now Von Vertigo. Next week is even if you can get bigger, I would consider it a bigger 
interview. I look forward if, to if doing you that. Interview, you'll know. <laughs> That's right. So thank you once again, guys, and we will see you on our various shows and next week for more Fantasy Warfare Tournament.